Hey, welcome back to the Joe Carey Show right here on the Fed by Ravens Media Network. Please go to fedbyravensmedia.com. Look at all the podcasts, all the live shows, tremendous lineup. And, and thank you for uh, your sponsorship. Thank you for uh, listening and uh, spreading the word, fedbyravensmedia.com. And you can listen to all the shows live right from the website. There's a big listen live button. And uh, thank you for your support. You know, I, w- I want to talk to you. Uh, well, let me do this. Let me bring on Jim Sano. Jim, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Joe. We're here for you. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, Jim, I haven't had a chance to speak with you about the presidential uh, debate uh, between Trump and Biden. I have my thoughts, but I'd like to hear yours. What do you think? Do you think the president won and why? Well, I think it was a situation where the president, as in most cases, utilized that as a comparison or an analogy with a parent, has a lot to say, has a limited amount of time to say it, and the kid, if you will, interrupts you or is misled and misinterprets what you're going to say or what you are saying, or in this case, tries to use falsehoods against you that you have to instinctively defend. With that said, I think Donald Trump won. Uh, With the average individual in the uh, listening or watching audience, it may have looked like he didn't do as well as he should have. I understand both sides of that argument. The objective is, as you were talking with Paralee earlier, and she was on the money, and I bring this up because I think it's part of the same scenario. Once upon a time, you and I had dinner or lunch, whatever it was in the city of New York City, and I said to you in a conversation about oil, that if you take a look around, look anywhere, up, down, sideways, every single thing your eyes see is oil related. And I know you took that pretty well. I've heard you make references to that in the past. And it's true. And oil is a key component to everything, whether it's trucking the goods in, whether it's the material the goods are made out of, whether it's the building, whether it's anything. Oil is a key component, and it's an American component. Well, Donald Trump was in the same position on uh, the the uh, uh, program with uh, Biden. Biden's trying to tell him one thing when, in fact, the reality is another, and I think he overreacted to some degree. I also think, to his detriment on that regard, if he let uh, Biden just go on, Biden would have taken the rope out of the closet, put it around his own neck and hung himself. I think Donald realizes that today, but in, at the time when you're being prodded or poked, it's a little tough to control yourself when you're being told that the uh, conversation you're having is untrue when in fact it's factual. And all these things come together. So in that regard, I would say Donald Trump won the debate, but not by as much as I anticipated him to. Long way to go, but that's the answer. Yeah, and, and I, I, Jim, I, I appreciate that candor, and I would agree uh, with that assessment. Let me ask you this. I, I think, and I don't know if you heard the opening monologue, but I think it's all on the table, right? This isn't a de- uh, an election about policy. This is an election about the future direction of America. Do we adhere to the Judeo-Christian values? Do we adhere to free markets? Or do we move away from that down this road of fascism and socialism? Do you think the president is doing an effective job making this election about that choice? I think it could be a little bit better portrayed 
I agree with that assessment totally because you said earlier I caught on to some of the conversation before I came on where you said they're trying to rebuild America. That I disagree with, and I tell you why respectfully. They're not trying to rebuild America. They're trying to destroy America. They're trying to take it down. In the military, you take the biggest guy there is and you make a fool out of him and you break him down to zero so you can teach him the right way to do things from the ground up. And all his fellow soldiers say to themselves, I can't play with this DI, this particular drill instructor, because if I do, uh, he could take on Big Joe. He's going to take me on a lot easier. They're playing that same game. The only problem is they're not trying to break you down to make you better. They're trying to break you down to make you a slave in your own system. And we cannot allow ourselves to surrender our system for anyone. In this particular time, and I say this often, the youth don't realize how much they have to lose until it's gone. And the older folks realize we can't replace it if we lose it. So you can't allow that to take place. Common sense was the golden rule when we were growing up. And common sense consists of that intellect to some degree, wisdom of some degree, loyalty to some degree and so forth, strength, dedication, and logical mindset. If you apply that particular rule to anything and everything, you become a neurosurgeon or you become the best mechanic in the world or you become the best radio person in the world or anything in between, best government in the world. We have the best government in the world. We just don't appreciate that because we don't realize, some of us, that there's a, lo a long way to fall if we were to lose it and you don't have the time to rebuild it. So you have to preserve it under all circumstances. And at this stage of the game, what you say is true, but it's unfortunately not understood by a lot of the public, communism and socialism. They don't get that. They look at something coming in for free and uh, no one gets anything for free because it always costs somebody something. And that's a hard argument to sell unless you have the common sense to understand it. No, well said, well said. Jim, let me ask you this. We have about 30 days before the election, uh, certainly, the the biggest, most important election of my lifetime. What do you think, if you were advising Donald Trump or a U.S. senator, a member of Congress or a local mayor who's running for office, what do you tell them? How should they phrase this debate to help people understand what's truly at stake? I think Donald Trump says it well when he's on the circuit. And I think he's got a lot of receptive people that understand it. I just think that we have to get it across around the entire country and everyone has to talk about it. You know, in today's world, you hear people say, don't want to talk politics, should never talk politics and religion. I kind of counter that. I don't buy that. I talk about whatever is important, whether you like it or you don't, because at some point in time, even if you're not too thrilled with what I have to say, or you're not too thrilled with me, when you walk away, if I make good sense, even as you walk away, you may say to yourself, that jerk I was just talking to really makes sense. And if that happens, then the shade rolls up and the light shines in and that individual was reached. So you've got to touch the seriousness of everything, whether you're received properly or not, because if you do it correctly and you do it in a manner that's eventually understood, hopefully within minutes as opposed to days, that individual will come to your side of the equation and he may never tell you he did, but the fact of the matter is the results will bear out that he did. And in an election like this, as I've said before on air, 
we're not facing a legitimate election from the standpoint of one vote for one guy. The Democrats are our enemy. I said that years ago. Uh, and I said that obviously when we first started talking on air, it's an unfortunate, but they are, they're your enemy. They're looking to tear down this country. And I not too happy about anybody tearing down anything I consider I own or belong to. So we've got to stand up and we've got to stand up strong. Hey, Jim, final point, we have about a minute and a half left. I, I want to put this back to you because I want to give you credit for it. Uh, you have been saying from day one, make sure you go in, make sure you vote in person, like this is important. And in that time from whence you first said that to today, there's several stories, the latest being in Wisconsin, they find these trays of, of mail ballots uh, lying in a ditch on the side of the road. In New York, there's 100,000 ballots that were missent. Uh, and now right. Governor Cuomo is saying, we're not going to remail them. Like, I don't want New York City to remail those ballots. And in Pennsylvania, they found seven ballots in the trash can. You knew this was coming before the experts did. How? Well, sometimes the wind blows in my direction, Joe, and sometimes I'm able to hear what the wind <laughs> has to say. I think you understand that pretty well. The The bottom line is this is reality. You've got to be prepared for everything and anything coming in our direction. And may I say on that particular subject, hopefully I can impress every listener, not 90% or 80%, but every single one that hears my voice at this point in time. I'm going to suggest very strongly to keep your country safe and to get the election representative of the people that place those votes. Contact your county board of elections. Make the phone call. Don't hesitate to put a little time out. Make the phone call and find out where they're located in your particular county and go in person, in person. You go there in person and you can fill out the ballot and you can have those folks place that ballot in a secure program to count your vote. Do not take the word of what these politicians are saying and absolutely do not vote by mail. And if you don't do it that way, make sure your voting capabilities are open where you can physically place your vote. Jim, I want to thank you. Hey, you're listening to The Joe Carey Show. Remember, get right with God, be kind. Stay tuned. Brian Hyde up next. 